Hey there, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Brooks. Join me as I sit down and chat with co-hosts, friends, and carefully curated guests and talk about all the things that empower you to become your best and most confident self. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. So today, I wanted to talk about something that's just, it seems very ambiguous and it's out there, but yet there's really not a lot of substance or depth. And that topic that I want to talk to you about today is the notion of self-care and self-acceptance. So to further enhance upon all that and all those little misconceptions and the things that possibly we're not really sure for doing all the right thing. I just really wanted to talk about this because it's something that is beyond near and dear to me. But also from what I hear from so many of you is that it feels like there's not enough tangibles, but yet just feeling like you're being talked at. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it totally makes sense to me. And this is partly why I was just like, let's go. So before we start diving in, I just want to talk about really just embracing how we can get these concepts and really create that life-changing transformation that we so long to really crave and desire in our lives. So first off, I want to really, again, discuss the meaning of what self-love and self-acceptance is. So self-love first is not just going through the motions and telling yourself things are going to be okay, or telling yourself some positive affirmations or doing the journaling or any of that stuff. If you truly, truly don't believe in your perceived ability to receive love in the first place. So why I say that is because it's so important to really think about like, what is self-love? Love itself is the act of loving and nurturing and caring for and being respectful and how we would react and respond to somebody in our own lives that we genuinely and truly do love, we have to look at, are we showing up for ourselves in that capacity? Are we going to the end of the world to make that other person happy? But what are we doing in context for ourselves, right? So we could say, I love this individual, but yet we're kind of whispering, I kind of like you. I kind of maybe think I might love you when we're talking to self. So for that kind of context, I really just wanted to paint that picture because I found myself in that situation way long ago when I first embarked my personal journey. But it was something that I had to really come to terms with and say, wow, I'm not showing up for myself the way that I am for others. And I really want to create a loving relationship with myself the way that I do for others. So self-love in that context is really the act of valuing and like really respecting and appreciating ourselves for who we are, recognizing our worth and nurturing our overall health and well-being. Well, acceptance, on the other hand, is the ability to really embrace our true selves, like owning who we are. And that includes our strengths, our weaknesses, and being able to look at ourselves from a different perspective where we can step away from ourselves and truly see who we are. And that comes down to that power of identity and going deep within, seeing who you are, what lights you up, what pisses you off, what brings you joy, where 
do you find yourself in judgment or criticism of yourself and others? Like really getting down to that nitty gritty. And those are really the personalities and quality traits about yourself that really come over time. If you spend that time with yourself, think of it again, comparing it to another individual, you spend that time, you're invested in that relationship, you get to know the ins and outs of that individual. How are we showing up for ourselves? So on two hands, we have self love, which is going to the end of the world to do all the things right for that love of your life. And then also accepting that love of your life for who they are, all their flaws, imperfections, all the goodness, all the bad, all the things, right? We've just wholeheartedly accepted that individual. Well, the same applies for us. So if we really get down to the nitty gritty, getting back to basics and spending that quality time to truly and intimately get to know ourselves. So like I said, I have a personal experience from this and just looking back at how I mistreated myself how I judged love by more or less the niceties. If somebody was nice to me, then I would think that they were loving and caring and kind. But I didn't understand what love was until I actually worked on myself. So I think we look at the context of love, it's unconditional. But when you experience life and it's may or may not have had some traumatic effects on you or had gone through some hardships or just things that are just debilitating, it colors our world differently. And I didn't recognize that or even realize that in myself several years ago before I started this transformation journey and was like, whoa, that's not actually love. That's conditional love. That's if you do for me, I'll do for you. And that's how I felt love was colored by my experiences. And so taking a deep dive and going in and doing that inner work that I recognize that that isn't love, that's conditions, that's if they're transactional experiences where going to the depths of understanding myself and nurturing and loving myself in a way that maybe I wasn't provided or given or experienced formerly, and also to the place of where I can give myself a pass in that sense of forgiving my past. I'm not what had happened to me. I'm not my past. I'm not who I was. And coming to terms with that is a form of self-acceptance because if we think about it, we're meeting that individual where they're at today. And that individual is you. So if you choose today to show up as your best self and you met yourself today, how would you think of that individual? How would you feel around that individual? What would be your lasting impression after you've walked away from that individual? And that was something that I really had to struggle with was like, well, I think I'm doing these things, but I'm not sure. And it did take, you know, It wasn't like an overnight success or any of that stuff, but it literally is a choice to show up as your best self each day and give it your all and do your best, but then also being okay with just today's performance. So if you're anything like me again, former people pleaser, former perfectionist, it was a matter, my worth basically came from how I performed or produced in context of what I can achieve. And that Now, looking back, I realized that was not the right intention. That was not the right information that I should be judging myself on a basis of acceptance or even love. So that 
was really because I struggled really bad with low self-esteem. I had constantly compared myself to others. And it wasn't really until I started practicing self-love, like I said, it's it's showing up each day. It's a practice that I began to see the beauty in myself, in my stories, in my past, in my uniqueness, and all the things that make me me. And that's when I stopped seeking validation from others. Because at the end of the day, you live with you 100% of the time. You have to go to bed with you 100% of the time. You have to spend all the time getting to know you. Because if we don't face every facet of who we are and what makes us unique, then we're missing out on experiences that one, life has taught us, but also experiences that we get to literally experience each day and be open to that when you know meeting new people or accepting the individuals in our lives starting and choosing today. So this journey really has been transformative. It has really just empowered me to seize the moment, like seize the day and go inward and have that relationship and that connection and that intimacy with just myself because everything is curated and cultivated within. And so when we start building healthier relationships from the inside out, through ourselves, we watch them thrive in other areas. So whether that's with your spouse, your partner, your family, your children, whoever that is, if we're just going through the motions and going through the day, think of how you on the receiving end would be of that. So are we giving our loved ones all of our love? Or are we just sprinkling what little bit that we think that we might have because maybe it's transactional or maybe it was just because it was a bad day or a good day? But is that fair to you? Is it fair to others? And I know that it's not an easy switch to turn on. But again, I want to reiterate, it's the practice of showing up for yourself every single day. So when we look at cultivating self-love and acceptance, again, it's this continuous practice. And I just want to share a few tips to help get you started. These are things that have helped me tremendously and really kind of the anchors that I go back to when life just feels chaotic or just you get in this you know negative state sometimes or just emotionally just heavy because these are part of life where we go through ups and downs. And so there is no stagnant. There is no constant. And so it's okay. That's why I say each day, give it your best. Your best will change every single day. So one of the things that I have really taken to heart is the practice of self-compassion. And that means just really treating yourself with kindness and understanding just as you would, again, as a close friend, somebody who is very into your intimate circle. Of course, setting healthy boundaries are so important. We really need to know our limits and communicate those to others as a way to protect us, our emotional well-being, because we have these boundaries that say, this is not where I want to go. This is not okay. It may have been before, but today I choose today to change these rules, change these boundaries and put parameters on that. And you know, you're going to get pushback, but that's okay because what is that pushback? Otherwise, somebody just crosses that line and continues to take advantage. Focusing on your strengths is a huge one. So we can, you know, focus on our weaknesses and be like, oh my gosh, I don't have this. This is where your limiting beliefs come from, your negative mindset, the negative self-talk, all of that. 
So if we start focusing on our strengths, we acknowledge our accomplishments, our uniqueness, our talents, and we use that to really boost and build our self-esteem. Because yes, for sure, there's plenty of things that we may suck at, but there's plenty, plenty of things that we are amazing at. And if we are not sure what those are, ask your friends, ask your loved ones. People will tell you such positive things that sometimes we can't even see that because we're in the mess of our mind that's chattering nonstop. We're constantly distracted. Like we've lived this life. So we can't see always the good in everything that we do. So it's important to write those strengths down, keep a list. Maybe you put that into your affirmations or your morning mantras. Whatever that is, focus on your strengths. And as I mentioned earlier, forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge. And I think sometimes when we look at forgiveness, we think of it as excuses or a pass or a way to just let somebody off the hook. And, you know, then we can go down that negative rabbit hole again and say, oh my gosh, but that was done to me and that guy was a jerk or this was wrong or life's not fair, right? So we can go down that place. And, you know, of course, where does that take us? right back into a place of negativity. So when we learn to forgive ourselves, what that essentially means is that we're learning from our experiences and we're choosing today to not focus on the guilt and the shame attached to what was done to us or for us or even the mistakes that we might make. So letting go is huge, but we have to forgive ourselves. Whatever happened happened. It's in the past. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make what was done to you, for you, any of that, any better or worse off. It just sets you free today so you can go into tomorrow with feeling lighter and freer and less shame and less guilt. And as you continue this practice, it becomes so freeing. And I can't stress this enough because that has been one of the catalysts in my past that has held me back for so long was the damage that was done to me. And when we start flipping the script and letting that stuff go and forgiving, we're able to move on and realize that life is happening for you. Yes, all that bad stuff too. There's something always good that comes out of something bad. And so if you open your eyes and open your mind and open your heart, You'll seek that, you'll see it, and you'll become it and achieve it. And those are the things that really just empower you as an individual to share your story, share your message, share your voice, whatever that might be, to inspire, encourage, and empower others to know that there's hope, that there's something better for them out there. And so when we start engaging in these practices of self-care, we really are just putting ourselves first. These are acts of love and caring and nurturing for our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual health and well-being. So if you've been listening to this podcast and following along with me, these are fundamental, the four pillars of the fit from within philosophies. And that, again, is your physical, your mental, emotional, and your spiritual health and well-being. And so when we could create this solid foundation, we could build a life upon that. And that's that life that we have longed for so long that it feels like it's miles away. But how do we get to those miles? We take one step at a time, one day at a time, all of that stuff. It's one thing compounded over time. 
And so one of my favorite mantras that I declared myself is consistency compounded over time yields results. So if you want a better tomorrow, what are you doing today to make that difference? So of course, embracing all of this and self-love and acceptance, it just You'll be amazed at the impact on your life, the quality of your life, and really a major boost to your confidence. So when we value ourselves and accept our imperfections, we're way more likely to take risks, pursue those passions, build those healthy relationships, or even repair them into blossoming healthy relationships. It just really brings, again, this newfound confidence that was there this whole time before life compiled and started pouring all this heavy crap on us. And with that confidence, it really does enable you to live that life of fulfillment, that life of passion and purpose, and really harnessing the true identity of who you are. And that's that life just being your authentic self. Like how freeing is that when you get to be just as you were created to be? And that is that version of the confident woman. She's in you, she's in me, she's in we, and she's in us. And it's up to us to discover her, rediscover her, whatever it looks like in your journey, because she's there waiting for you to say, hey, I know that you've been in there. I know you've gone through some heavy stuff. I know what we're capable of. Let's do this together. So that's it for today's episode. And I just really hope that shining some light on these areas, again, self-love and acceptance you hear them all across, you know, social media and whatnot, but it could kind of come with that toxic positivity message. And I think, again, how we begin that healing is to take that deep dive in and remembering that self-love is a journey and it's never too late to start. So I hope today you take action. This was inspiring you maybe to just pause for a moment even. And reflect on how you're treating yourself, how you're showing up for her, and then also in turn, how it's affecting your relationships. So if you want a better quality relationship, you want your children to respect you, are you respecting yourself? You want your partner to notice you and love you and praise over you, whatever that might look like, are you doing the same for yourself, right? We become a mirror and others pick up on that. And they're just reflecting back how you're treating them, but also you're setting the bar and the standard of saying, this is how I'm willing to be treated. And if we want to be treated better, we got to start today and we got to start within. So thank you for joining me again. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Stay tuned. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. 